Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. G'day, Paddy and Rob Palmer. This is our podcast for Thursday, 9th of March. Coming up on the podcast, we've got Kawinda Waters golf champion. Justin Avendano. Yeah, and his new. And ground announcer for the Crusaders. Because he has that on his badge. Side. When you go to Freddie's Fishing World, you see Justin. He's Justin Avendano. Embroidered too. Yeah, on, his, on his shirts. And his Speedos. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kawinda Waters golf champion. He does parade around in the Speedos a bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> And there's always a banana missing from the table for some known reason. <laughs> but the big J.A. is coming in. We're talking sport with J.A. And the sock drawer is never quite full, is it? <laughs> there's always one, one pair missing. Yeah. As you, well as that. <laughs> you, prob- you probably can't get this podcast if you're in Summersby. <laughs> no, and we'll tell you why. Oh. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll know the reason why. Ross Wilson joined us. Of course, he's the man who gave you, us Eagle Rock. You won't hear it, though, because you'll be in Summersby. That's right. You've got no uh, reception no up so there. Get out of Summersby and yeah. check out the podcast. Oh. To other news, why Rob Palmer could be a psychopath. We looked at that. No, this. no, yes, no. Yes, yes, that yes, is, pal. That is all about you, that one. And rewind. Rewind coming up as well. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Oh, here he is, the man who's so gorgeous that he took out the Kawinda <laughs> Golf Championship this year. Kawinda's fine. Mate, that was a long time ago. It was not. Oh, not it, so long. I'm still living on the high, to be honest. Well done, mate. Thanks, well done. guys. Hey, I, I saw him go four under par after seven holes at Shelley Beach. Four under par. Yeah, there was a few good runs, and then now it's gone to absolute crap. I'm hitting the shanks again, so don't play golf for me, anyone. Oh, truly? Hang on. No, it's going terrible. No, you need to be good because we've got a charity event that you're participating in at the end of next week. Rob has rigged a, um, a scramble event out at St. Michael's, so he's brought in a little ring in, a few ring ins. So. Oh, so that he can win it. So no, he can win it, yeah. you. Oh, you are, you are a snake's belly, mate. You are so low. We are the breaching whales and we're here to defend the title. Now, Justin, last test when it comes to cricket, Australia v India. Yeah, this is the last test and Smith has come out and said this might be potentially his last test series in India because he's 34 years of age. They go every generally three to four years. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see. But the wicket, um, everyone talks about the wickets in India, how they turn so much day one. Um, from all reports, this wicket's a little bit flatter um, and it will turn throughout, but it's going to be more of a run scoring match, which I think probably plays into India's favour. I think the best chance we have is to try and, um, you know, have one of those unplayable wickets so that anyone could get out at any time because they're great at batting on their wickets, but when it's flat and then it's going to turn day um, day three, day four, day five, it's going to be really tricky for the Australians. This is the same team that got toweled out for like six runs in the second test. Yeah. Okay. How, how is it even possible that we're coming back to into contention to draw this series? Because we um, they had a terrible wicket last game, and Australia batted unbelievably well. Um, Kuhneman took five wickets. So it's really playing to our favour if they produce terrible wickets. But when they produce an average wicket in India, they're too good. They're going to dominate. Our spin need to do well. It's going to be a very interesting team. I think Cam, Breen, Cam Green's going to play. They may drop Murphy, being a little bit of a flutter wicket, and they might bring in another quick. Um, but that's all going to start today at 3 p.m. Mate, rugby league tonight. Souths take on the Panthers, who were beaten by the Broncos last week. Uh, which way do you swing? Uh, I actually, well, I, I think um, South City might actually win this one. If Latrell Mitchell plays, he's got a um, niggling knee injury. So if he plays, I think they're a good chance. Now, Penrith, they lost um, their trial match or uh, challenge match against St. Helens as well, which they were absolutely favourites to win at home. And they've lost that one. Then they lose to the Broncos. 
We all know how bad the Broncos were at the back end of last year. They've yeah. hit some form. Yeah. And the Broncos have a massive clash tomorrow night oh, against yes. the Cowboys. Yes. Oh, please. So that's going to be a cracking game. Those points generally always come down to about uh, one, one point, those games. So it's going, forgot, to be, it's going to be some cracking footy the next two nights. You forgot about my favourite two teams, the Eels and the Sharks playing each other tomorrow night. That is another big game. But my tip for the Eels this year is I don't think they'll make the top four and even the top eight. I just oh, think, get him out of I just hey, think hey, they're just not the going to do anything. The wheels fell off the Eels after round one. I've got some Eels mates, and even they reckon they're going to drop off. There so, you go. Good on Brent you, mate. Brett Parker, if you're listening, you're terrible, mate. <laughs> and, you're not going to make the eight. And by, and by the way, you can get those matches. Matches on Triple M. Tonight's match from <laughs> seven o'clock. Thanks, Rob. And uh, mate, local cricket finals as well. Yeah, the local cricket starts. So unfortunately, my team Terry got knocked out last week um, by King Cumber. So it's going to be King Cumber versus Northern Power this week to see who plays the entrance in the grand final. The entrance have a star-studded lineup. They they have a few players who played first grade in Sydney and Simon Keane, who's played um, Big Bash cricket. So they're the team to beat. It's going to be a cracking game next week, whoever they play. So I'm actually going for the entrance. So good luck the entrance. Could it be King Cumber? Good day. Dan, Captain King Cumber. Yeah, I, he's an absolute star player. So it's going to be interesting. King Cumber, one of those teams where they're pretty well um, average guys who do their job really well. They don't have the star started players. So if they all do that, if they <laughs> all do their job, does, we'll be right. Does his job pretty well. What's that? I know an average guy that does his job pretty well. <laughs> don't you talk about Justin ever again? You are so low again. Uh, but I know Dan, the Captain of King Cumber. What he does, he has signed photos. He hands them out at there in the leagues. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, there you go. That, and uh, the Central Coast on. Crusaders basketball team start this um, this Saturday at 5 p.m. The women are at 5 yep. and the men are at 7. Uh, so I think it's free entry into Breakers Stadium. So good luck to Crusaders. Oh, right. yeah, they got a new ground announcer. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Yeah, that was the free plug. I'm now doing ground <laughs> announcing at the basketball stadium. So there you go, lads. Well, that'll be a highlight. For Quindawater Golf Champion to ground announcing, there's nothing wrong with that at the stadium. <laughs> Justin Avendano, thanks for coming in, champion. Thanks so much, guys. Danny and Rob Palmer, the podcast. <laughs> A couple of filmmakers, yep. Leon and Shane, yeah. in 2018, they came across a Buddha whilst sweeping a... This is where you got to go... Oh, no, actually, don't. Sorry, I just realised what I asked you for. No, you're out of tune, out of tone, out of time, everything. You've asked me and I can't stop now. No, but I wish I hadn't. Anyway... They had a metal detector. You know, you see the guys with the metal detectors out on the beaches up and down the coast. Yeah. These guys were sweeping the beach with a metal detector and found a Buddha statue, a bronze Buddha statue that may have come to Australia in the 1420s as part of one of the richest Chinese treasure voyages. 1420s predates. Yeah. Old mate. Jesus. No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) You <laughs> swore. No, I didn't. They no, found this Buddha, and you know what it's worth? Joseph. You know. No. How much? The, oh. Yeah, I know. Anyway, the, the palms that came over. Yeah, right. Anyway, it's been valued at. How much? You know, don't you? No. <laughs> At 180000 uh, Exactly, <laughs> on the knocker. $180,000 bronze statue. You ruin oh, wow. everything. Oh, you asked me. Yeah, I know. Had you not asked me. two things I asked you that you shouldn't yeah. have done. <laughs> but you know what? So it's possible. You're on the beach with a metal detector, and all of a sudden you there's a $180,000 bronze Buddha statue. Well, Please. I, look, I'm just on that, did you see that North Coast couple recovering after their home was badly damaged by record flooding? How's that, that got publicly, to do with a Buddha statue? Well, listen to this. That 
pummeled the area a year ago have struck gold nuggets unearthed in the disaster. Adventurers Kristen and girlfriend Beda. I know, on, an, on a remote north coast creek. How, how much worth of gold? 12.3 grams of gold in a northern New South that Wales all? creek. That, that's which, not worth 180K. No, it's about $2,754 uh, dollars a, a, a gram. But there's gold in them, there's oh, ounce. Oh, that might no, be no, worth it, more. no! It was grams because it's it's about eighteen hundred bucks an ounce. Is it? Yeah, and an ounce so thirty four thousand twenty four grams, grams is something like oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but just quickly, I wanted to do this one for you. Study proves that short person syndrome. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you've got short person, that you're more likely to be a psychopath. And it turns out small man syndrome might really be a thing. Does that explain your behaviour? And. And a new study has found that shorter people are more likely to be psychopaths. Are you short or do you live with and a shorty and are Lack of remorse. Yeah, tick. Inflated <laughs> sense of self-importance. Yes. Tick. And narcissistic, narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> shorter people are more likely to be antagonistic as well. Oh, How that's How do they know you? That is you. As they try to. I'm, mate, I'm about 10 inches taller than you. <laughs> Not in the right department, and bigger. though. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. If you want to stay cool, the place to go is Drifter's Wharf, right, on next Friday night. Oh. You'll be able to hear this if you're a Manly fan or not. To this. And the man who's going to be keeping you cool next Friday is Ross Wilson from those men. G'day, Ross. Hey, Gay. Ross. <laughs> Hey, g'day. Thanks for playing my stuff. It sounds, still sounds good, doesn't it? Mate, it does. It sounds hey, all right. Like it you did sounds... it yesterday. How you going anyway, mate? Yeah, all good. Uh, looking forward to coming to Gosford and uh, my first time at Drifter's Wharf, but I hear it's a, a real good gig. Mate, in the time, did you tour the Gosford, the Central Coast, much? Oh, yeah, I've been up there. I've yeah. done. I've been up on some of those multi-artist shows that they have, you know, yeah. at, the, at the race course and stuff. Uh, but uh, this is the first time I've been uh, playing with my band, which is an excellent band, um, Ross Wilson and the Peaceniks, and uh, we we play all that stuff that you just touched on there, and uh, and and more. Mate, we had a um, we were speaking to some people yesterday because we were talking to Mark, we had Mark Gable in uh, the studio yesterday. Oh, yeah, 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 he's a good lad, and then we had uh, giving some uh, tickets away to Rock at the Races, which is on the Saturday following your gig. That's and, right. Um, yeah. And the the lady said she said, "Oh, it's the soundtrack to my youth," and that's what you guys do. And have done. I guess so, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people have had sex on the beach, and that's what um, Come Said the Boy's all about. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Not the cocktail. <laughs> and, of course, they like to dance to Eagle Rock. Yeah, yeah And, yeah, of course, yeah. Manly. Did Manly, Manly, they pay you for doing the Eagle Rock when they played well, out? You know, it's like Manly... Uh, the sea Eagles and also the West Coast Eagles AFL team. Yeah, of course. that terrible... Uh, uh, you know, team songs that they had to uh, find an unofficial one, which is uh, Eagle Rock. <laughs> West Coast Eagles, they got something. Like, we are the West Coast Eagles. We fly high, or something like that. But when they won the when they won the um, the premiership a few years ago, they played that once, and then for the next forty five minutes, they played Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, oh, yeah. I tell you what, it's much easier to get behind than we fly high. <laughs> I, I, hey, Roscoe, I hope you get some sort of royalty from them, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I did. I've got a, a music publisher, and I said, listen, they're playing this song for 45 minutes while I eat to everybody. 
got to make a claim. You know, you have a bad app, right? So yeah. We, we've got some app around it, which was great, you know. <laughs> mate, um, when you look at your career, no less than 26 ARIA top 40 hits. That's huge, mate. Well, not all mine. I mean, some of them were things I produced, like Skyhooks, you know, so we're sort of, uh, I, you know, a producer or, you know, songwriter or, you know, like uh, with my own act, Static Pool and, and uh, Mondo Rock in particular. And uh, sometimes solo stuff too. So, uh, yeah, I've had a few. Had That's... a few. I'm looking forward to having some more. I'll bring it out um, an EP in a, in a couple of months. So, uh, look forward to that, fellas. Yeah, yeah, indeed. As a songwriter, how do you come across, like other bands, do they come to you and go, gee, you write great music, can you produce this for us? What gets you sometimes. involved with other bands? Yeah, sometimes they do. I mean, uh, like, you know, that my uh, old buddy, buddies, the Radiators. Yeah. They asked me to write a song for them. So I did. And, and, uh, then it all got stopped by COVID. So, <laughs> but it's a pretty good song, actually. Do you, yeah. do, Roscoe? Do you do that? Because I, I saw I saw that doco on the BGS and what you know the amount of songs that they write for people. Yeah. Do you do that till you go? Oh, listen, that doesn't fit the way I sing, but I'll give it to someone else. Do, do you do that um, or have done that quite a bit? Nah, I'm a bit lazy. You know, yeah. I mostly write songs for myself just to amuse myself and you know, <laughs> and make myself happy. And uh, and then when that you know, but and then some and then. I put them out, and sometimes other people will, will do cover versions, like uh, John Farnham did um, Touch Your Paradise, which was the very first song I wrote when I was putting Mondo Rock together. So, like, that's how that happened, you know. Yeah, right. We were talking to John Paul Young a couple of years ago. Paddy, my mate, st- stitched me up big time because we did some <laughs> stupid version of Love is in the Air. But if this was like, you know, was it during It was during COVID. During COVID yeah. And he'd, he'd gone down the road of doing jingles for, yeah. for various... Have cash uh, companies, companies and yeah. to get some money coming in. Have you ever gone yeah. down and done music outside of actually just performing for for companies? For me, no, no, I don't. I I, mainly, I'm, I, I love getting on stage, you know. Like and that's that's sort of my life at the moment, and uh, I, I really enjoy it, you know. Just performing. I've got a great band, and it's just a lot of fun. So, you know, the fact that I can sing my songs I've written and and do them live and watch everybody jump around in the audience. So I mean, I, that's that's my my thing, you know. That's and, what I like. oh, yes. just keep doing it, please. And it's happening at Drifters yeah. Wharf next Friday, March seventeen. Ross Wilson and the Peaceniks celebrating fifty years of Eagle Rock. If we've got a couple of double passes up for grabs, if you want to well, go and see Ross, one triple three five three. Mate, thanks very much for joining us, buddy. Um, thank you. It's going to be a bit warm next Friday, but in drifts of wharf on the water, it's always cool, mate. And with you well, that'd there. Be, that'd be great. I'd rather it was a nice warm day than a horrible wet one. Yeah, exactly. And we'll you're see gonna... you there on Friday the 17th. Thanks, Roscoe. Thanks for joining us, Go mate. Well, Ross. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Hey, we're trying to find out who was it from Lower Mangrove, Upper Mangrove? Which one? Lower Mangrove. Lower Mangrove. It was Richard. No reception. Richard. Richard. No, oh, no. I don't, don't think it was. Uh, Roy. Doug. No, Doug. Wrong. Ray. Ray. No, 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 no. Adam. Adam. Phil. Phil. No, no, it wasn't a Phil. Called us. We were looking at mobile reception around the Central Coast, and he was saying at Lower Mangrove. Gary. Gary. No, it wasn't Gary. It wasn't Gary. Um, Kerry. He no. said every time there was a problem, uh, or no, if there was a problem, he had to... He, there was no mobile reception, no, so you whatsoever. couldn't. How would how did you get a and lot of when, people? Didn't they, if they're through the times, 
Didn't they have a um, it had to be UHF via radio? the landline? No, he had to go ADSL through the landline to get any internet. I yeah, think. and anyway, and so we spoke to Gordon Reed, Dr. Gordon Reed, our federal member for Robertson. He about said what was about being it. done. Um, he said that's his main priority, one of his priorities, because they were elected last year. And we said that's not good enough. Come on. So we went to Michelle Rowland, who was our communications minister last year, and she said she'll get on to it. Yeah, much well, better. Well, bloody hell, Robert, I was up there yesterday. No, it's not. <laughs> I know things take time. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. I couldn't make a call in certain areas. I was uh, Summersby, um, and there were certain areas, and I just could not make a call. You're just calling the information hotline yeah. to find out where the nearest public toilet was? Yeah, and I was, because I'm with TPG, and I thought TPG That's were going emergency. to use Telstra. No, but TPG were going to use Telstra Towers, and so you're going to get all this you know, coverage right across Australia, but that clearly hasn't happened. But we'll try and get on to Michelle. I know things take time, but for those residents up there, you just must go to yourself. You go to certain parts of your property, and you just go, nothing. Can't make a phone call. Nothing. And, and I thought, I said to... What if you um, hadn't had that's an what accident I said to digging, a, digging a hole for a stump? And you're absolutely stuffed because you can't get um, any mobile reception whatsoever. It's re- it's not good. It is really not good. So we'll, we'll chase that up when we get back uh, from our assignment. That close to major civilization. You should be able to not get that, on your mobile Not that phone. Lower, lower Mangrove isn't civilization. <laughs> I'm talking about major... <laughs> Population areas, <laughs> but I, I hear what you say. But yeah, we'll we'll chase we'll chase that up. And apologies to Lower Mangrove, Upper Mangrove, from what comments Rob said. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. We're on assignment from today, so this is sort of like Friday for us. So we thought we'd do this. Hey, yeah, we'll rewind. Paddy and Rob Palmer's weekly rewind on one hundred seven point seven Triple M. Yes, good morning on this Thursday. But for the boys, it's like a Friday, as they're on assignment from tomorrow, which means Rewind is today instead of tomorrow. Uh, Too much mansplaining. That was as clear as Triple M's new entertainment reporter, Robert Palmer. How was it when Darry and... (laughs) Darry, Darry. How was it when Harry and Daryl got together? Moral of the story, don't drink and interview someone. Speaking of interviews, Aussie rock icon Richard Clapton called and gave a scoop about him and Daryl Braithwaite. You know, you and me, a 100th anniversary tour, and he crept up laughing and so did I. And somebody took the photo. It was fantastic. But anyway, wait for Daryl and I doing our 100th anniversary tour. Oh, there it is. It's another first. We will not miss it. Announced here on Triple M. (laughs) I've just realised what I just said. (laughs) Our 100th year anniversary. Who's going to be in the audience? (laughs) (laughs) At least you'll have parking out the front of the venue. You know, they say no idea is a bad idea even this one my wife was hoping to do something like that but in, as a toilet for for women so they could pee standing up oh yeah that's a good yeah. idea so you just lean against the wall and then it... but it's like a saddle all right anyway we, we digress she has ideas all the time <laughs> sometimes there are stories that can make you happy others make you squirm there's a picture in the one of the papers this morning you seen it with the bone sticking through the skin? Well, I oh. thought when, they said, when you said to me, oh, Cameron, Cameron must have played on with a broken finger, I was like, yeah, so what? Okay, fair enough. Strap it up. Yeah. And then you showed me the picture. I nearly lost my breakfast. Peculiar side of a bone sticking oh. out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 
I don't. You just get that feeling up your kyber, don't yeah, you? Yeah, right up there. What about the new Bunnings commercial? Allegedly. Even those nail guns, now I want to lay down. And I bought my sleeping bag. Say what up to oil to buy a cheap scanner. Sitting outside, eating the sausage sagna. This place like a vortex, but they don't sell 4X. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely in. Hey. The boys are still wanting to get their feet on OnlyFans. Please come in. Can I just stop you for a second? Because yeah. I took my shoe off to take a photo of my foot. And you laughed. And and you just laughed. And everyone's looking and going, what's wrong with his foot? There was no need to laugh. You're right. Well, I apologise for laughing at your funny foot. It's perfectly shaped, my foot. And no, it's just not. Got in, yes, it, it is. It is deformed. No, and it's not deformed. And you said it looks like a what? Palomino horse. It more looks like a sloth. Dougie from Charmhaven Carpets. He got a mention on the show this week. He's got it all because everything he wears is made of carpet. Oh, apart from his yeah. back. You know, when you think, oh, geez, that's, that's carpet. real hair. That's real hair. Yeah. Hell yeah. He brushes it up over the over over, head. Yeah, because he's bald ass. Yeah, so but his neck hair <laughs> is long enough to come right over the top. <laughs> Doesn't it look good? nice, though? So smooth. And winning Dolphins league coach Wayne Bennett was excited after his new side beat the Roosters in round one of the NRL. And normally you only do that with turkeys, and that's how the roosters <laughs> played, like right. stuffed turkeys. turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cannot say speaking of stuffed turkeys, Benny from Clearwater Plumbing at Blue Haven sat in front of the coach's box on Sunday. <laughs> no, you can't no, say that. No, no, no. Wait, wait. And that was Paddy and Rob Palmer's Weekly Rewind on 107.7 Triple M. If you want to hear more from the boys, search Paddy and Rob Palmer on the free listener app. That's L-I-S-T-N-R. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.